This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Through this out last night, if you have any questions or comments towards Luds, and uh, if you came in, Sam Green, thank you for supporting Spits and Suds. At Spamuel Green said, "Who did you Is feel he a pink? Pl- Does he love pink? <laughs> you're going to pink when that thing's rescheduled. You're going to pink. What is it rescheduled? It's going to be. I think it's November. Okay. Well, yeah, that's yeah, our own Thanksgiving. I, but I mean, is is she, is she cold over with? Does she have a cough anymore? Or is she's good to go? Yeah. No, she's playing again. Absolutely. And and honestly, like I've seen highlights of her concert. It's like a show. It's yeah, it's right. very yeah. like I Taylor had to, Swift. I had to YouTube it. Trust me, I YouTubed it one day just to see what what I was going to be looking at. So. Um, <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. What, All what, right. What, 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 <laughs> Sam what's asks, the pink question? Who, who did you feel played to their level and who were you surprised about with their play? I wouldn't say I was surprised um, at anyone, but I, I will say I did like the play of Sam Steele on that for, fourth line last night. Yeah, you, you know what? Any any of the young guys, any young guys that are going to be in line, they're going to give you everything that you can, right? And they're, they're still, they're auditioning yet. So... You know, and I think that there's a role there for him, you know, and, and I'd like to see, you know, I think we, weren't we all kind of high on Ty Delandria, you know, yes. like a year ago. And I, I hope he gets, you know, gets another look. I mean, he was on that line last night with Jamie and, uh, you know, so y- you need to have some youth in your lineup. You need to have those kind of guys that are hungry and, and the most important part for those young guys. And these are just conversations the coaches are having with them as they, they need to know their role. They yeah. need to know who they are, what they're expected to do. Um, you know, they understand, you know, the kind of minutes that they're going to get a night. And, you know, I, I, I think Steele probably had 10, 12 minutes last night, but, but that's kind of, that's kind of what you get. I mean, you get down on that when you look at the lineup and, and you go through the, I, I actually thought I like Craig Smith last night. I did too. too. I going from a young guy to an older guy. So, yeah. but you know, they, they, they lost a player in my opinion, exactly like him last year. And it seems like they replaced that. And I think that's a Jim Neal characteristic. Wants some veteran, wants guys that know their roles, um, what they do, what they bring, and they bring it every single shift. So um, yeah, I, I think Steele, Delandria, um, I know there was a couple guys, but, but when you look at this lineup, and if you're, you know, there's a couple other, you know, kids that were there, you know, through the through the training camp and talked about it at the end of last year. When you look at this lineup, um, you know, <laughs> you got to be wondering how, how are you going to crack that lineup right now? Yeah. So, and I will say this. Your boy had a chance to end the game. Foxa on his little uh, move there in the third period that didn't pan <laughs> out for him. 
but I'm going to, you know, if I just wonder, is there going to be, as this comes down the stretch and, and Dallas is in the position that we think that they can be in and you start getting to the deadline, you know, what guys are you looking, you know, that you can improve in what areas, yeah. you know? So, um, and you see Roddick, at least for last night was on that fourth line, that, that, that number four hole in the middle of the ice. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting. You know, and I, like I said, I, I have a different feeling about Boxer than you do, I think. But I think Raddick knows who he is. And, um, you know, from a face-off standpoint, that's kind of got – has to be his role. There were <coughs> – sorry, there were a couple times last night. What I like about it is he would go out in the defensive zone, he'd take the draw, he'd win the draw, and he'd come off the ice. Yep. So he's accepting, you know, that role. Um you know, he wasn't 60% on the face-offs, but it looks like they're trying to give him something to, to chew on, you know, and if you're, if your minutes aren't going to be what you want them to be, you know, he was probably in the same minute range in 10 to 12 minutes, 13, whatever it may be. But, but if you can give them another role, you know, even if it's on penalty kill and you're not going to kill, you got other guys that kill, but you go out there and you win a face-off, win a face-off, get yeah. off the ice. So, you know, it, you know, and Craig, I do want to clarify is that, the player doesn't bother me as much as the salary, and I'm trying to separate that. I'm trying to improve in that area. I actually like Radic Foxa as a fourth-line center. I, I love the depth and that he can move down like that, and I, I really like the fourth line, and I like the depth of this Stars team where now they have the Duchesnes that can move up and Sagan can move up, and I, I just felt like really confident last night. Um, with the depth and you have some kids in the minors as well that can come up. And so like, I think this has personally, I think this is one of the better depth teams since your cup runs as far as the Dallas stars are concerned, but you know, that salary. And I would say the same thing about Marchment, Craig is that's a very high salary for what I'm seeing on the ice as far as uh, production. But I agree with you. He does a great job in the circle, and I like him on the defensive end, um, and I like him in that fourth-line role. Honestly, I think Marchman should be on the fourth line at this point, but I think the salary will dictate a higher role. That's yeah, just but you know, you, You're blaming the wrong people. Don't don't blame the players. No. Blame the, blame the management that, that gave them the money that Correct. you're upset with. Because do you want Fox to go, no, 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 that's too much. I'm yes. not worth that money. <laughs> the only I'm getting five million. Uh, you know, I only I think I only want three and a half. I mean, but then, right. but then if a player did that, you wouldn't want him because now he's afraid of his salary. Yes. he's afraid to step out there and and you know hold up his end of the bargain. So you know, and Marchman, listen, I think Marchman is a when when he came here, there were there were a few teams that wanted him because of what they saw, what he can do, and you know he had a that 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 season was his breakout season he got the points and he's a physical guy and he doesn't mind fighting and he can get in your face and all that other kind of stuff uh very similar to you know the way his dad played but but what i'm saying is that was the going rate yep. you know if you wanted to put another piece in place on your team that you're building to be able to be a regular season team is one thing uh marchman should, should be a really good player when it comes to playoff time those are the kind of guys that that kind of step up at the forefront and, and, you know, they lead by, you know, playing a certain style. And um, so, but again, I, I think that it's, it's the price you got to pay for doing business. And when you see right. uh, a hole that you want to fill and you need a certain type of player, that's where it is. Yeah. You know, you, 
you know, so. And I, and I agree with you. Certainly the player has to take the money and, you know, they have to make a living as well. And so, yes, I point the finger at management, but I also point the finger back at me because I would say the following is that the same person that might have overpaid for these guys underpaid for Matt Duchesne, uh, getting him and getting some good deals. And, you know, we saw what Jim Neal did at the trade deadline. And I really like the makeup uh, that Jim Neal has put together uh, on this team, you know, I- including Duchesne, um, because I-, I think he's a Swiss Army knife of of sorts. He's not going to be, as I mentioned with Sean the other day, it's not going to be the Ottawa Matt Duchesne. Um, it's not going to be the early Colorado Matt Duchesne. But, I mean, the guy can still be a 20-goal scorer, you know, can put up 50 points. But I loved him in the circle. I absolutely love that they put him out there for the shootout. I know it's based on percentage, but I love the confidence that Pete DeBoer said that said, you're really good at this, go. And I think that's, you know, I mean, the players that they put out for the shootout last night, Craig, I was really confident with. That That to me shows the depth of this Stars team where, you know, you didn't have Jamie go, you know, and, and I thought that was, you know, pretty cool. Well, do you think Jamie is a shootout kind of guy? I think they were relying on Jamie in the past. I didn't think he was a shootout guy, but I think based on his status, he was being put out there. Yes. Yeah, I don't know, but he, I don't. He's not in your normal three during the course of the year. Even. He's like, I mean, yeah, he's not in the, he's not in the leadoff three. Right. I mean, I the only, I mean, I can see it Wyatt Johnson um, because he's got an unbelievable shot. But the three that they rolled out there, you know. What I mean, Tyler Tyler typically score. I mean, he's really good on shootouts. Um, you know, so and Joe Pavelski was the one guy. I mean, we've seen Joe, you know, do really well. So they've got what I like about the Robertson thing, though, um, is you can even see Bennington. I mean, all goalies got a book on all these guys on the shootout. They they know who goes the most, they know what their go-to move is. For so long, it seems like Robo comes down, he comes down on the left side of the ice, he starts cutting the middle. And he just gets that puck off the stick as the goalie takes a step to his left and he hits the five hole all the time. You watch Bennington last night. I was standing up there and I'm going, he's going to hit the five hole again. And he didn't. He did the same thing that he did in a preseason game. He he kind of gives it a little, a wait, wait, a look. Bennington drops his left pad to take away the five hole. Then he pulls it to his backhand and goes upstairs, uh, yeah. you know, on the far side. So I think what, what Robo has done is he's added another tool to that. And I mean, that's what the good ones do. You know, they're going to, they're going to go, okay, well now all of a sudden I had one go-to move. Now I got two of them and then he'll come up with something else, you know, and I expect that to stay that way. But anyway, I, <clears throat> Marchman or not Marchman, um, Duchesne, we'll see. And, and I don't, and when you say Jim Nil did a great job in underpaying that, that was all he was going to get. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, Duchesne's been on a few teams and so, and his game is where his game is at. And so that's his value at that particular time. Credit to Jim to say, you know what? We could we could pop him in here. And now all of a sudden, we've got three offensive lines. And I think Jim is kind of going and saying, well, there's a couple different ways to defend. And, you know, again, a little different from back in the day. And you had the Carbono line that just went out and shut teams down and they got frustrated and played in the right areas of the ice and were connected, blah, blah, blah. Now it's almost like we, we got three or more puck possession lines. And so we're going to defend the best way to defend is when you got the puck 
and maybe we don't have to go back and get it. So maybe that's what Jim's thinking is he's a puck possession guy. He plays a little bit more East West, um, you know, through the neutral zone where, you know, typically you're, you're straight lines to try to get into the offensive zone. And I think, I think that's the concept. Now, again, you know, I will go back to what we saw last year and I thought we had a good group of forwards last year and not the, you know, the, my opinion, the, the holes were in the group of D and that's why I think that, you know, those two yeah. guys, Lundquist and Harley, if they can take the next step, you're talking about a legitimate team. I mean, I'd say right now, Dallas is in the top, I don't know, six, seven, eight teams in the league that have a chance. That, that's the thing this year. There's not a clear favorite. I, I don't think right now. You, I mean, everybody doesn't seem to, for some reason, Carolina seems to be the big, the big choice. And Vegas is down, I don't know, down number five, number six, number seven, wherever they are. And I'm thinking they have the identical team. Yes. Now it's not easy to repeat, you know, right. today. I mean, that's the way it is, but they have the identical team and they have a veteran team. Yeah. They have guys that know how to play at the right time of the year. Yep. So, um, and their, their decor, it, it appears to be healthy and that they stay healthy. I just felt last year they have the best decor in the league. So, um, anyway, that, you know, I but- did, I did want to ask you, you know, as a defenseman, how much did you get to watch, uh, Liam Bixel? And Sean and I were talking that the buzz, you know, and probably too soon, but a lot of people were saying like, this could be the quote unquote, we talk about trade acquisitions at the deadline, similar to what happened with Harley last year, get him in Texas, get him used to and continue the progress as far as the North American game. And he could be a late season call up to put on the playoff roster that gives you that size and physicality. Have you heard anything as far as the Bixel hype? And what did you see? I have no idea who you're talking about. You serious? <laughs> I'm totally serious. Oh. <laughs> 100%. Okay. You might as well ask me something about John Candy. I have, <laughs> I have, I have no clue. <clears throat> Big uh, again, six foot five. Guy, but, but I, I, and I admit this, I am not, the guy that looks at, um, you know, Prospect. Connor Bedard. Okay. It's hard not to hear about Connor Bedard. It's hard not to tune in on night one and watch this kid play because he's the second coming of Gretzky and McDavid and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, you know, it's the same way I am with college football. I'm not a huge college football, although I got to admit, I have not missed a Colorado game and that's only because of Dion. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I love that guy. I love how he motivates. I, I I love his approach to everything. I liked him as a player, obviously, but I, I, I'm not into college football. And I think, and I have this argument with Kim, she loves college football, but, and she loves watching the kids. And I'm like, man, you know, I would, I want to see the end result. I want to see the pro player. So I want to see him polished and doing what he does. I don't want to see the mistakes and things like that. So that's why I don't get, you know, all, uh, about the preseason stuff. You know, I don't, I didn't even know if I don't think I even watched the game. I, I well, I, I did. I watched a couple that were on some okay. channel, but, but okay. for the most part, I, I do not know a ton of where is he right now? Texas. Okay. Yeah. Do you know his name? Bill Bixby again? <laughs> Liam Bixel. Oh, B I C H S E L, I believe. All right. Well, you'll have to, you'll have to, I will. Me up to I'll be your guy. Don't worry. I'll be, your guy. I'll be your guy for pink tickets and minor league update. How's that? All right. Well, I'll be, I'm going to, I'm going to keep an eye on Leon now. You should. <laughs> All 